1: And that's a great thing about about Black Mirror, I think, that on, on to sort of, you know, the, the top level, it's just an entertaining watch. But when you really look into it, there's, it just says so much about the state of society and the economy and, you know, worldwide affairs. And it really, it's so genius, the way it brings all of these things to your attention without you really realising that it is. <laughs>
0: hello and welcome to black mirror cracked the podcast for all your black mirror needs my name's achandrika and i'll be your host today we'll be talking about nosedive and i have a special guest in the sound booth with me it's
1: hi i'm vicky newman from the Showbiz team so vicky's a
0: colleague here at the daily mirror and is a huge fan of nosedive. it's one of your favorites it is
1: i love it
0: yeah so um so what should we talk about today what, what are one of your favorite things about nose dive
1: i think the really interesting thing about nose dive but i mean with um with charlie brooker in in general he seems to have this like kind of unusual knack of being able to glimpse into the future yeah. And, like, see what life's going to be like in a few years. And I think with Nosedive, I mean, it's all kind of central around social media and how it's kind of really taken over the world, really, to the point where people kind of, you meet a random stranger in the street and you, you give them a, a mark of between one and five stars and everything depends on your rating. Think about, like, an Uber rating. But for everything,
0: Uber <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I've got quite a good one. You yeah. know, yeah,
0: you're friendly. Mine's eastern. <laughs> Mine's like over four
1: point five. It seems to be like in London. Like obviously, it's um from a, a generally friendlier place <laughs> in the north. The land of Narnia. <laughs> in, the no- <laughs> in the north, in the northeast. Where and, are you from, Vicky? i um, from like Tyneside and there like you'd never you'd never get in the back of a taxi like you sit up front with the driver really? and you have a little chat on the way to swap life stories <laughs> <laughs> i
0: bet you do You do like you that's do. the I norm think it's a london taxi black taxi hangover isn't it i think it is back? yeah
1: but yeah you just kind of you know you you learn
0: forward if i can <laughs> like, hello driver <laughs> we what are we talking
1: yeah you, you learn everything about each other on the way it's like a little mini therapy session
0: I think it works better when they hear your <laughs> accent, which is from times like where many celebrities have been grown.
1: Well, this is true. But I think it, everyone says it's a, it's a friendly accent. Yeah. So you're kind of the second I start and especially around here, like in London as well, the second people hear the accent, they're kind of like, oh, where are you from? I love your accent. Are you a Geordie? And it's it's an, like instant icebreaker. We're
0: talking about work and we're, we're having a joke about Ubers and things, but that rating stuff has a huge effect on work. There's that colleague who yeah. shut up with chairs. I
1: think. I he's think a... yeah. So basically, he seems to have like he's he's had sort of quite an average rating, and then one day splits up with his boyfriend, um, and ev- like who is another person at work, I believe. And everyone kind of takes the other, the boyfriend's side and kind of freezes him out, and they start giving him really low scores. And then it gets to a point where his his score falls, I think, below two point something and literally the doors of the building that he works in won't open for him and it's like that this kind of social standing you've got which is your your score kind of really reflects everything in in life I mean the the main character Lacey she wants to rent this like really cool apartment and she's told that she has to get her rating up she gets really caught up in this fantasy and she thinks that you know life is going to be so much better if she improves her rating and and gets this apartment and everything and like you say it's really it really is kind of manipulative i mean i, I moved recently just to make my life easier by when living closer to work so i'm in isle of dogs now because so you were a bit further out. i was miles away in like plumstead you know about a big move you so, came all the way down to
0: london well yeah about, i
1: mean that's were... i mean yeah that's a perfect example i mean obviously yeah i had I had a lovely life, you know, at home and I had my own flat and I had a, a great job at my local paper and uh, I got this opportunity to come and be a showbiz reporter in London and it's such a huge change, but you know, it has changed my life for the better and you know, I've got all these exciting opportunities now and... You do exciting things! Being a guest on a podcast with you, wow. you know, <laughs> wouldn't have been doing that in South Shields, <laughs> would <I? laughs> There is, Yeah,
0: there's something in that move, it was on my mind because I have to move again, seeing that... It kind of the hologram kind of made real the kind of hopes and dreams we have, but because yeah. it makes it visible, it is like a creepy, it's a bit too much of fantasy.
1: Yeah, it is. It kind of, I mean, you you know, you, there's no guarantee if she gets this apartment, she's going to find. I mean, this hot guy's imaginary, really, isn't he? You know, she's not necessarily going to find anyone who looks anywhere near as good as he did. <laughs> it really is a fantasy, but um, but Lacy really gets caught up in in the fantasy and in believing that a life's going to be uh, so much better. And she really, a life becomes all about getting this increased rating and kind of boosting up a social standing. And obviously, you know, it really takes a toll on her. Obviously, it doesn't work out in the end at all, does it? But God loves a trier. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's very likeable. Bryce Dallas Howard is as Lacey she kind of really fits that really cute candy pink yeah 50s sweet aesthetic which really made me think of Hang the DJ yeah
1: the inner
0: world in Hang the DJ
1: yeah and I think I think this episode in general really does explore kind of the, the way things could go and like I, I honestly think like Charlie Brooker must have some kind of secret portal to the future like it seems to just I don't know. Have, you, you watch the episodes and it seems ludicrous, but you can imagine that it is going to get there. And the thing with social media and this score and everything, I was saying to you earlier that um, I've got a 12 year old niece and literally her life is about our social media. And, you know, she, she came to visit us in in London recently and um, all she talked about the whole time she was here was, oh, so this many people have liked my Instagram picture, and she was like, "If you liked it yet, Vicky, you need to like it as well." And I was literally stood with her, and she was making us go on my phone and like the Instagram picture that she just posted, like while I was stood with her. And then she was on about the like how many people have viewed our Instagram story and our Snapchat. And they do this thing as well on the kids, you know, the kids on Snapchat, Um, this thing called streaks. I don't know if you know about this. Basically, if you Snapchat with somebody back and forward every single day you get like a number of streaks so say like you'll have like 30 streaks of snapchat of that person back and forth 30 days in a row and me niece she's literally getting up a phone blank screen drawing a big s on it and sending it to all our friends just to keep our streaks going and I thought well you don't actually get anything for having this streak like so what what actual purpose has it got literally nothing but that's just they're obsessed with it and i just think i couldn't deal with being a teenager now these days
0: well no times it's like being an eternal teenager because mm. so, i feel that Lacey's friendship with um naomi played yeah. <laughs> um, where alice Eve played with i think a real lack of vanity because i would hate to be like the bitch friend yeah and um there are female friendships like that but i i like to think they you know, they've gone from my life i think when you get
1: Over twenty five, certainly. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, I've I've had ones like that as well, and but yeah, once you get to a certain age, you kind of you've had enough of that, and it's gone. She she takes this opportunity. She's got this friend who is a four point seven. She wants. She desperately wants to get her score up, so she tries to reconnect with her friend by sharing a memory of this little rag doll they made together at art camp. I think it's
0: called Mister
1: Rags. Mister Rags, it is. Um. (laughs) And then they kind of reconnect. And out of nowhere, this girl asks her to be a maid of honour at a wedding, like, in a couple of weeks. the alarm
0: bell should ring. It That's doesn't,
1: not nothing happens, like, nothing kind of sinks into her. She just, yeah. all Lacey sees it as, really, is an opportunity to go to this wedding, make an incredible emotional speech in front of all these high-ranking people. The Instagram
0: influencers. Yeah,
1: and get a score up. So in a way, the both are kind of trying to use each other. Like, oh, yeah. Because you learn later in the episode that Naomi only wanted um, Lacey there because it tested well to have a lower rank and old friend, and it would look good. Whereas you might have a much simpler life, but you ha- you you laugh a lot more, you're a lot happier, and I think she's one of these people, and she's kind of she's really beautiful and she's kind of used her looks to advance herself in life and she's got this um this husband who's really high rank and all these friends are 4.8s or 4.9s and she kind of you do wonder whether or not she, this is a genuine relationship or yeah. if she just wants to be in that world so desperately that you know she seems really fake doesn't she she doesn't yeah. seem genuine There's a kind of
0: friends who don't say oh my god, one of your oldest friends is covered in mud and crying, I would like to think if, if I was not responding to that my friends would say, what is wrong with you? Your friend just hitchhiked here and is a mess, let's help her. But mm-hmm. none of them have that reaction yeah. at all. They're just like, who is this mess? She does not belong with us. Yeah, They actually listen to her to begin with.
1: but Yeah, but they really look down on her because obviously they can all see a rangan and by the time she gets to the wedding there's been all sorts of mishaps and she's fallen our scores down to like two or something, isn't it? It's really, really low. And um all these people just see this low rank and human yeah. and kind of turn the the turn away. And it's like it's a sad state of society that kind of is you know it, it does exist in a way, in a sense of, you know, if people walk past a homeless person yeah. in the street and they'll just avoid looking at them and they'll they'll turn the gaze. And it's the same sort of principle, it isn't is, it, yeah. that they're looking down on this girl just because she's got a low ranking and therefore they are better than her and they are more, you know, well placed in society and they don't have to interact with her. That's the way it's kind of viewed and It's it, like an
0: age old story, isn't yeah. it? It's like a great Victorian novel in that way. And what what's great is just before we have the trucker who's who's like got one point four or whatever yeah. it is. And the trucker is the best um character because she tells a very true story of the fact that her husband was ill, he had cancer mm-hmm. and that is why they lost their ratings. He obviously he ended up losing his job. there's a comment on American healthcare, huge mm. hot topic at the moment in the week that Donald Trump has a go Jeremy Hunt about the NHS because of the marches on the weekend yeah The Jeremy Hunt comment tweets him and uh, Jeremy Hunt makes sense and we kind of actually want to like Jeremy Hunt this is a painful dystopian <laughs> present we're living in but actually what happened to the trucker and husband was he, he, he was moved from his hospital bed for someone with a slightly higher rating. Yeah, line really stuck with me that that is US healthcare, that's not yeah. universal healthcare. And, and it is about poverty, and it is about the kind of things that Jack Monroe has written about and risen to fame through writing about. Uh, once, once already you're living on that breadline, everything's more expensive, because buying in bulk is cheaper mm. and buying better shoes means they last longer. So when you are poor already, you end up spending more money mm. and, and being further out of pocket. And the ratings just seem you know, to be the same thing because Lacey's on this just downward trajectory. Yeah. She can't stop it. And and it is funny and it's awful, but it, it just makes you think of poverty and of class and how impossible it has become to move. And, and healthcare bankrupting someone, that's like the opposite of how the world yeah. should work. It actually, for me, like hit home in, in lots of ways while well, still being this really fun.
1: Yeah, watch. and that's a great thing about about Black Mirror. I think that on onto sort of you know the the top level, it's just an entertaining watch. But when you really look into it, there's it just says so much about the state of society and the economy and you know worldwide affairs. And it really, it's so genius the way it brings all of these things to your attention without you really realizing that it is and it it just it, it just really sort of hits messages home without having to try too hard because I think if it was just someone standing up there making a speech about this issue you don't really you know if, if you don't think it directly affects you you might not necessarily give it that much attention whereas a show like this it kind of it tells you without ramming it down your throat do you know what i mean yeah,
0: it entertains you yeah so what do you think some of what we try to do in terms of digital journalism attempts to do that because sometimes we've you've got the big three news showbiz and sport and of and all of those three often showbiz is the one that's maligned a bit by people like why is that news yeah what i would say to people is if the numbers are there and people are reading it yeah it is news because people want to know about it and number two sport has a huge amount of celebrity in it do never try to tell me that sport isn't about celebrities i
1: have this argument with people quite often actually um but obviously i came from a more traditional news background working at my local paper and there is that kind of like there is that sort of viewpoint where people do look down on showbiz a bit and they say it's not real news and it's you know a lot of stuff and like who cares and you get you see twitter a lot of people twitter care. comments constantly are like you know you'll you'll tweet a story and people message you going like is this even news who cares and the, the way i always argue it back to people is i say you know personally i couldn't give a monkey's a, uncle. A monkey's uncle. <laughs> that sounds
0: so much better in your
1: accent. <laughs> the word I was looking for. Exactly word, I, I couldn't care less about football. So therefore, should football news not be a thing? Because I don't care about it. I I never read a story about football. I never click on the sports section on our own website because I've got absolutely zero interest in it. But that doesn't mean that it's not news to somebody else.
0: Just Because you don't rate it doesn't mean someone else doesn't rate exactly. it exactly. I think for me, what's more interesting is the psychology of the readers and why people are interested. So, as we'll see here, like Black Mirror isn't usually one that will, isn't a show that will do well on our Facebook pages, for instance, because our audience knows Mirror TV and Mirror Celeb, like a bit of Holly and Finn, mm. um, kind of Big Brother, like celebrity reality stuff, and that's that's fine, we know that audience, that's okay. But I think what cuts across all the celebrity and anything like that is the parenting aspect is the where can I see my life writ large mm. where can I understand like the Kardashians yeah the source of <laughs> a lot of the world's horrifying problems but like, uh, Kim Kardashian, I'm, I'm not especially interested but Kim Kardashian had a baby by surrogacy now things around infertility people find that really hard to talk about but people experiencing more often as we're so having yeah. children later and for loads of reasons and that that would teach someone that this is an option. Yeah. It might be very expensive, but there are options around fertility. Cool. Did You know that. And if you follow the Kardashians, you're kind of forced to learn about the several ways you can hide pregnancies or not <laughs> or have them in different ways.
1: It's all about a baggy coat and a big handbag.
0: <laughs> it's fascinating that Kylie Jenner could keep it secret. And again, going back to the Kardashians are a great yeah. example of this show for Nosedive that they're showing what tight control they have. Yeah to have Kylie be able to hide it. Yeah. Because she a, a bump was sizable, bless yeah, her heart. it she was. was adorable. And we
1: were talking about this yesterday. It was pretty much all we talked about. It was fascinating. Yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, you know, it, it was kind of known in a way. Everyone suspected that she was pregnant, but it was never actually addressed. It was never commented on. There was no cold, hard fact, yes, Kylie Jenner is pregnant. And you think about, you know, it's a... Nine whole months essentially for considering how much she was in the public eye, she's been actually really, really clever in hiding it so well. I admire
0: it, and um, I admire it. it and all, all that,
1: like the big, I mean, it, there's the video she released. Yeah. So, if you've seen that, like an 11 minute mini documentary that's brilliant, I haven't seen it,
0: no, I've seen still, yeah. yeah. So, this
1: on. like this little mini documentary essentially kind of mm. tracks the nine months of her pregnancy, and you see her going for our scans and having our baby shower and everything. And you think even all those people who were at a baby shower and, and all these things that not one person shared the photo or, you know, it, it it's, it's a lot of trust. She's got some good friends. Yeah, and, and she
0: made the decision. She wanted it to be something for herself. She lived her yeah. whole life in the yeah. public eye and she wanted this to be for herself, which I, I kind of
1: admire. Yeah, I mean, when Keeping Up With The Kardashians started, I mean, Kylie was only about nine, so... <sighs> You know, yeah, she's literally, you know, lived her whole life, essentially. She'll, she'll barely remember a life before fame, really. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, that's what she said, that she wanted to, you know, have this one thing, mm. do it her own way and and just experience it in a in a normal way with just her friends and family. And you've got it. You have to respect that, I, you know,
0: I like it, yeah. although...
1: You know, everyone was desperate for the story. Of
0: course. <laughs> I think being able to keep it quiet and yet all the people keeping it quiet, you know, the celebrities like asking people to leave their phones at, yeah. at the door, at weddings and things, oh. so you can't take pictures and videos. So now, you know, comedians in particular don't want the whole set put of on course, YouTube. Yeah. And so people, there is a move towards privacy, but it's asking for the world to change. But actually Kylie Jenner did it without asking. This is great timing, actually. Yeah. It's really, yeah. um, really pertinent to Nosedive that, she is a celebrity of the online era because Kim Kardashian's sex tape wouldn't have gone anywhere without the internet. It would yeah. be very difficult to keep. Copying and she speeches. regularly
1: breaks it. She loves breaking the internet, does Kim? Oh, oh yeah, she does break the internet.
0: <laughs> Do you think that oh, Naomi would be someone who might look down a little on the Kardashians, but she would use similar social kind of yeah platforms? I maybe? think she'd
1: really should should secretly aspire. To be more like the Kardashians, and yeah. the the thing, with you know, with this family, they do they do get a lot of of hate and everything. But you've got to admire the empire they've built from mm. you know from what you like did essentially start with one member of the family making a sex tape. I mean,
0: it's a, this is a Black Mirror episode. The look, boys of the Kardashians. Yeah, I mean, look, you start with Kim being best friends with Paris Hilton, nineties Kim. Yeah sex tape, people are like, oh, God, and you think, oh, God, this girl's life is doomed. Fast forward 20 years and that family rules the world. Yeah.
1: I mean, essentially, the Kardashians rule the world.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the Waldo moment. <laughs> when, when the family, let's let's, you know, entirely women
1: uh, and the
0: missing hole where all Kardashians should be in every yeah. in every picture. And and it's just even better that um, her dad was OJ's lawyer. Yeah. He couldn't write this, this family.
1: The Kylie Jenner video yesterday, I got really excited about it because I thought, I mean, it might have in fact broken YouTube records because it, it had been online for 12 ish hours and it had like 23 million views. And you, you know, that's insane to think that, I mean, personally, for work and personal purposes, I watched it about six times myself. So that's added to the tally. Mostly
0: for work purposes. <laughs>
1: But um but yeah, you know I've it's, it's actually good. It's it is brilliant. Because it makes
0: you feel something, you're it, like It is
1: brilliant. But yeah. you've gotta you've gotta think about, you know, if I went and posted a video on YouTube, it's not gonna get anywhere near that, is it? It could be up for the rest of eternity and it wouldn't get twenty three million. Get yourself
0: down. You never know where this podcast <laughs> might take you. Um if people weren't interested in Kylie Jenner, she kind of wouldn't exist in terms totally, of yeah. social. So it is news.
1: Totally, yeah. I mean, people
0: power of people gets part of the decision making in what's news now to a certain extent, which they didn't before the internet. And in terms of how we decide what works as a story, we look at our analytics, and then you decide. Well, what do we what do we follow up? And obviously, the Kardashians is no
1: brainer. Mm. Most, not not necessarily most, but a vast chunk of our content comes from social media because celebrities, you know minor or major put everything on social media that you know everything that are going and like someone will put a, a picture with some someone like a boy and you'll think oh well is, are they dating and yeah. everything you know kind of comes from social media and people post videos about things that have happened to them or people comment on things like something will happen like i mean the like some big scandal or something will happen and then people start commenting on it, and high profile people will have their say, and then there's another story such and such has their say on this, and you know social media drives a lot of our content, and also obviously we use it to push our content out as well, so it's very kind of there's a big full circle, you know I mean social media is really at the center of of our world certainly and yeah. and you you can really you can really say things going. The way of of nosedive, where it is going to get to a point where you bump into a stranger in the street, they're a bit rude to you. You give them a one star. It's the ultimate insult you can give them, and you walk off like no need to even say anything to them. You know, just give them a rubbish rate. Imagine road rage. Imagine <laughs> what road rage would become. Yeah. My God. I know. I mean that in nosedive, it's it's so it's so part of the lives. I mean, even. Right at the very start, Lacey goes for a jog and she's not even looking where she's going. She's literally jogging along the street on her phone, and then people run past her in the opposite direction. It's like, Hi, hi, how are you? Oh, five stars, see you later. Like, that's the interaction that they get. And she goes up to people and she's, when she's trying to get boost her rating, she's being overly nice. To try to get people to like her in kind of a desperate bid, like please, 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 give me a five star rating. She's like going out and buying like coffees for people and like muffins and things, isn't she? And the guy um who gets locked out of the building, he's oh. done a similar sort of thing where he's run out and got um smoothies for everyone for the whole office. He's walking round, desperately trying to like palm these smoothies off on people and get get a nice rating in return and that's actually what kind of triggers the the start of Lacey's yeah. downfall isn't it because, she nice. because she's nice she takes a smoothie and she thanks him and yeah. she gives him a five star and he's like oh thank you so much and the second he walks away her phone starts beeping and it's people knocking her down and it's that someone in the is. office is like you know we're, we're on the other guy's side like you shouldn't be doing that. It's a bit like
0: the echo chambers on Twitter isn't it it's like we're, we're in our bubble. Mm. You can't try and break out of it. It is really sad because it's also knocking someone when they're already down. Yeah. And the image of him not being able to get into his office. Is yeah. Just, it's horrible. But
1: then she, she has similar things like that, doesn't she? Because when she's obviously going to the airport to make it to this friend's wedding and with this big speech she's got, I mean, it starts off initially, it's this real sort of chain of events that kind of yeah. ruins her. Where she's arguing with her brother, and a taxi is out drives away because she doesn't go straight out, and he he knocks her down, he gives her a bad rating, and then she gets to the airport, her flight's cancelled, and she gets really frustrated and she shouts at um at the stewardess. At the at the, at the stewardess. The
0: Nicole who's so brilliantly kind of robotic. Yeah. And oh, she's just brilliantly horrible yeah ever.
1: she turns up again in years callister yeah as well. so she basically brings security over and he knocks out a whole point doesn't he and he's, yeah. it's only temporary 24 hours you'll revert back to you'll get your point back but for then from now until then you're on double damage so See, anytime maybe- someone knocks her down
0: yeah, it's rather than one point two. It made me think, would you just go home and hide? You'd be a hermit. Would it but, create a society of hermits if we kind of... Yeah,
1: but this, with Lacey, she's so desperate to yeah. get to this wedding and recover and get this score and this uh, this luxury apartment that she wants to buy that you can only get a discount on if she's 4.5 or above. I think she's she's, got a she's already there. put a deposit yeah. down that's probably not refundable. Yeah. She never says, but her brother does ask about it. Yeah. Um you know, so unless she gets to this wedding and redeems herself and gets a score up to four point five by hobnobbing with all these, yeah. you know, high rankers. Um she's gonna lose the apartment, she's gonna lose the money, you know, what would that do to her social standing and, and you know yeah. it it's kind of a real knock on effect and by and so, with the flight as well, so the flight's cancelled, and um there is a flight there's a seat left on another flight that's leaving that night, but you have to be um a certain and to get it, and because just she's one point or two
0: because it, she's yeah. just
1: knocked down by the taxi driver um oh no, she outside she knocks into a woman doesn't she spills her coffee the on coffee her, outside her house, and yeah, that yeah. woman knocks her down yeah. so she, she's just under this score and she can't get on the flight, and then by the time she has all this double damage and everything. She gets to, she goes to rent a car, and the car is, your your rank and it'll depend on what yeah. quality of car it's like you a can get.
0: history, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, in
1: a way. So she ends up with this like banger because she's got a rubbish rating. <laughs> and it only
0: talks in check. Like, yeah. All the, all these in check, and I'd forgotten <laughs> that, but I put subtitles on this time, so I like caught everything. And it's like because you don't realise from the sounds, like, yeah. The G, I don't know, but it says like square brackets, like car speaks in check, and I was like. That's what it is. Yeah. And you just she's so lost and alone at that moment in time.
1: Yeah.
0: And it is really sad. And that downfall from Grace, she doesn't deserve it.
1: She doesn't. She doesn't really I mean there's there's two ways you can look at it though, because you kind of think, you know, is it her own fault? Because if she hadn't have been so set on abusing this opportunity she had with this old friend getting in touch to increase her ranking then none of that would have happened. She could have happily gone on and and lived a 4.2 life forever, couldn't she? How
0: would you turn Naomi down, though? <laughs> like, you'd be afraid Naomi would downrate you.
1: I mean, that's true, yeah.
0: And there's also this thing of proving yourself in front of... Name, her, her relationship with Naomi is so toxic. It's like mm. the friend that held her hair back but also the friend who might have slept with a, a, a uh, very serious yeah. ex, Greg.
1: Yeah, a friend probably Greg. was the one who was encouraging her to throw up in the first place, don't you think? She's holding her hair back. I don't
0: know. I, it's very, it's very, it, it veers into a dark place, where they keep back from it, don't yeah. you? Yeah. They never quite name the eating disorder.
1: But I think a part of it is, you're right, that she wants to kind of go and she wants to prove to this friend who maybe was a bit mean to her and looked down on her in school because she was prettier and everything and she was more popular. Maybe she wants to go and prove, like, you know, look, I'm doing all right and...
0: There's this like school reunion element to it. Yeah. And does that feed into our social as as well? Do mm. we, is it quite nice if some of the girls from school see that things are going okay? I tend to only really be in contact with people and friends. We're quite nice girls. Yeah. But I don't know if, if your social profiles are kind of all looking quite good. What if the mean girl at school who's quite cool? happen to stumble upon your face because you're living quite a good life like yeah that'd be
1: nice for her no i mean it is interesting i mean i've i talked about this with a friend a while ago because um i'm really only in touch with like the the odd person from school one in particular who's been like a good friend all the way through but most people and like i did i did get bullied a bit in school like purely because i had ginger hair and i was a bit of a swat um, <laughs> that's school for you. That's school yes. for you. Kids and years, um, there was there was talk of of a um a ten year reunion. It's a, not like a proper organised one, but just like people through Facebook getting together. Yeah. And I thought, well, yeah. And I thought, well, I don't really want to talk to anyone necessarily because I otherwise I would have actively kept in contact with yeah. them. But at the same time, you know, it probably would be good to go back and go like, oh, you know, I'm relatively successful now what you were doing with your life
0: <laughs> you, everyone has an impulse Absolutely. yeah everyone has that there's probably a german word for that impulse there's like you know schadenfreude yeah 10 words the together. germans
1: have a word for everything They
0: do. <laughs> so what what's actually interesting it's only occurred to me is that why have naomi and lacey fallen out of contact because like our world is this completely connected world mm. and i think there are good reasons why you fall out of contact with people M- mostly sometimes there aren't and you regret it yeah but with facebook i mean it all started with um, friends reunited that was kind of the beginning of social networks and it was about getting in touch with old school friends and that went very wrong for some relationships yeah because a lot of nostalgia about your first love and about that time of life i my teenage years were okay but i wouldn't go back because of that feeling that goes away in your late 20s it does any any of the youth listening <laughs> when you stop caring about what other people think of yeah. you and I had that through uni I still really cared I didn't write as much as I should have done I did uni student journalism which is insane and I really worried about not what strangers reading it would think but what people around me who at the in college who weren't necessarily my friends and would make comments what they would say and that mm-hmm. is such a shame
1: it is a shame and and
0: Nosedive is that world. It
1: is. It's it's kind of... Your whole existence is based on what other people think of you and how they rank you out of one... In a one-to-five scoring. Mm. And it is sad. I hope it, it, you know, it doesn't come to such a brutal way of life because it is truly brutal. And, it is. you know, everyone likes someone who's just to be friendly and everything. But there is... You know, everyone has your days where you can't be bothered and you just... And you know, imagine like you just can't be bothered to make small talk with someone in the lift, and then they give you a really rubbish score. What's in the lift? What <laughs> sure.
0: would make people talk to each other in a lift? Surely that you should be allowed not to speak to each other.
1: Yeah, on the, I mean, on the tube and that, no one wants to talk, oh, to they? No. So I know it's it's not.
0: It's like very I it's do.
1: very frowned upon on the tube to. Did you,
0: were you told that, or did I've, you have to find that
1: out? I mean, I've I've found out in in ways. Since I've moved here, I've only lived here just over a year. And there's, there's certain things that kind of I'll, I'll do as just norm and, and people look at us like I'm a bit of a weirdo. Like what? Like the, main, the main thing, right, and everyone always thinks it's mental when I say this, right back home, right, in the old country, <laughs> <laughs> it was perfectly acceptable to walk up to a complete stranger off, and it. ask them if you could stroke the dog, Right. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable.
0: No euphemism.
1: Nice little dog. Right?
0: I like that you were gauging the size of the dog with both your hands. It's like a <laughs> good Billy Bass. The
1: singing Billy Bass. You know, just... size yeah, Just a nice dog. Oh, it's cute. It looks friendly. I yeah. want to stroke it. I think that would
0: be okay.
1: No. People here think it's weird. Honestly, I've done it a few times and i stopped asking now because I've gone up to people in Canary Wharf before when I've been out getting me dinner, right? And I'll say... Oh my God, your dog's really cute. Can I please stroke it? And they look at you like you've literally just escaped from an insane asylum. Like, hmm. they think that's not on. How dare you suggest touching my dog? That is my dog. That's the mentality I've found in Did London. Do you get
0: the
1: DLR to <laughs> work now? Hey, I get a bus now.
0: Keep an eye out for Dickie the Pomeranian. I'll show you his Facebook page after this. <laughs> so I, so I live just kind of towards Canning Town, so only yeah. like, if you stop talking at the bus. And I got the DLR in one day, and there's a cute little Pomeranian who's snuffling about. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're so cute. And he's like, snuffling around, came over to me, and his owner's really nice. And she was like, Oh, he's got a Facebook page. And I was like, You are absolutely kidding me. No, because he's just, he's just this glamorous, adorable little <laughs> yeah. dicky. I've got to show you him. I know uh, we've got all our phones on flight mode and, and stuff here, unfortunately. But Dickie, Dickie with his Facebook
1: page, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's great. I can look at pictures of him whenever I want. I mean, yeah, it gives you access to him
0: 24-7, doesn't it? She always encouraged me, but maybe it's because Dickie is a star.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she wanted you to like our Facebook page, didn't she? Damn it! She manipulated you with her dog.
0: So yeah, it's a slightly odd ending. I'm not quite sure what the
1: reasoning was behind it, but a great episode. It was great, yeah. and I loved watching it again. Yeah. I've not, I've not seen it for for a while, and um, but yeah, watching it again, you you, you see so much more. There's so much to it. You can't take it all in in, in one sitting. Yeah, I think it's
0: true.
1: About that. But I, I, it's made us want to go back and watch them all again.
0: Well. Yeah. Maybe you've watched another one we could talk about.
1: Maybe, maybe I have. Who knows?
0: <laughs> um, so that was us talking about Nosedive. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. Click on stars. Um, suggest to all your Instagram followers. They should listen to this. Uh, mention to Kylie Jenner the next time you're liking. Yeah, tell
1: Kylie. <laughs> a secret
0: Bring <laughs> me pictures. Uh, Mention it to all your old school friends and all your old school enemies. Frenemies. Frenemies. Are they in between? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye.